Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your sweet, kind, and gentle GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. Let me set the scene. You're leaving your grandmother's funeral after announcing who her murderer was. They're going to jail for revenge. And as you leave in tears, crying, your significant other embraces you. And gently, in the background, you hear the lyrics of Hotline Bling. Explain how that works to me. Explain how that's a good moment for Hotline Bling. (laughs) Taste Babcock. Is there a bad moment for Hotline Bling? I'm just asking. And Samson Davis. I I can't remember what Hotline Bling, how that even goes. I don't think it's a very good song. It's not. Um, I wasn't aware those words go together. One second. Yeah. I'm looking up the motherfucking lyrics. I enjoy it when it comes on the radio. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you used to call me on my cell phone late night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone late night when you need my love. And I know in that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. It's, it's I mean, a, it's it's a, a booty song call, about guys. fucking. Yeah. 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 And it's now playing at this grandparents' funeral, and it's supposed to be tender moment. And I nearly shit myself from laughter hearing this in the background, sweetly being crooned. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, I think they misunderstood that. It's another Last of Us translation. I can never tell if you're talking about a fiction story, Alex, or something that actually happened to you. Oh, so what actually happened when The Last of Us became popular is it was mistranslated the name into, you know, the end of America because they thought it said the last you like the last of U.S. So if you searched in Chinese or Mandarin for end of America, you got the last of us. They fixed it. But it's still one of those moments where you're just like, damn. We should be so lucky for our society to collapse after zombie apocalypse. Like, that's, that's option A for me now. <laughs> when you yeah. do, the, like, experience The Last of Us, you're like, yeah, this is actually just the U.S. What's everyone else doing? And to your point, Stace, imagine how annoying it would be if, like, zombie apocalypse breaks out, whole world basically goes under, but, like, governments are still running and you still have to, like, go to work. And it's like, no, oh, come on. We have zombies now. Right. Oh, you mean like the COVID pandemic? Yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah, that would really <laughs> suck. End of the world's going to be so dumb when it happens. It is. It's really going to, it's going to be like the economy. How boring. And someone's going to be complaining that, you know, the supermarket's not open. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Or there's a line. But you know it's not dumb? Die Hard Dice. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Die Hard Dice. An online purveyor of beautiful dice for your TTRPG needs. Roll them. Kill dragons. Maybe at the same time, I don't know, whatever you need. If you go online, you'll see they have a bunch of beautiful designs. They got the Avalor design. They got the reticle design. I'm a big fan of these. I can't remember what the name was, but they're like black and they've got like this kind of burnt rainbow thing, reticle, dark matter, zenith, something. I don't know. They're gorgeous. Just I love search them. for dark matter, zenith, something. It'll come right up. Exactly. So yeah, go online, find the perfect set for you or your friends or your enemies. I don't know. And when you find the perfect set, whatever it is, type in Explorers Wanted at checkout. You're going to get 10% off your order. That's a little bit cheaper off of a high quality product that's helping to support the show. So go do it. And if you can't buy it, then tell your friends to buy some dice for yourself. I don't know. You have options. Explorers Wanted. Die Hard Dice. Thank you. (laughs) 
still can't believe I rolled those two nat 20s. I know, and thought they were something <laughs> else. <laughs> and you didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, I ended up leaving that revelation in the show. Yeah, you should. Have. I would. Yeah. It, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. But mostly because you never actually cleanly say what you rolled. But after all that, we just say, like, so Esri succeeded. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was the weirdest looking 12. I actually, I thought it looked more like a 21. <laughs> so oh, so I was like, must be stylized. Mm. <laughs> Were you looking at it upside down? How would you look at it upside down? I don't know. Well, like when you roll it and it's oh, not facing you. There's a line through the zero, but the two in the front half of the line touch. My brain just put this together wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I see the 20 in it now. <laughs> it's like that colorblind test. Of, oh, there's the number. I was indeed looking at it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> But only because 21 didn't make any sense. <laughs> God, it's not even a hieroglyph. It's just a number. Okay, well. Well, actually, uh, semi-related, the written language in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is apparently readable in English once you know what each of like the crazy symbols mean. Ah. Yeah, uh, there's mm. just signs that are saying exactly what you would think in English. It's mm. cool. Nice. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Samson. No oh, shit. Last time we had just split from the kind of rendezvous place we were originally going to meet up with Ferdinand to get money, but he was a no-show, so we split up. Ilsen went to go to the dog show, because that's her job, while Magpie and Esri sussed out where Ferdinand would have gone. Uh, they went to the uh, Surface City, and I think Magpie basically used her tracking skill to find that Ferdinand's cart was at Senator Fellow's place, the senator who has it out for Esri. The last episode started with uh, Magpie phasing into uh, the fellow's estate and looking around, trying to figure out where the hell Ferdinand went and where our money is. She went into the basement, found a secret door that led her to a hidden room where some person was messing with the uh, sarcophagus that we had found, and Ferdinand was tied to a chair and passed out. <laughs> I just remembered what happened. Magpie incapacitated the guy at the sarcophagus by... yeah expanding a boulder not incapacitate you can't incapacitate that way well you know incapacitated for sure also dead yeah. but like yeah mm -hmm. yeah there's no waking up from that well oh god i hope there's no waking up from that uh, we'll see so yeah uh magpie fucking just kills that guy yeah. so that's fun and then freeze ferdinand wakes him up tries to figure out what the fuck's going on obviously ferdinand has been betrayed and by proxy, so have we. So yeah, Magpie, I guess just time to GTFO. I don't remember what the impetus was to get out, except just we need to find the money. Ferdinand, I think, wanted his money and knew where to... Oh, you don't remember why they had to get out? Well, I don't remember why they initially left. I do remember that while they were leaving, some uh, knocks were coming from the sarcophagus, mm -hmm. and Magpie decides to go talk to whatever creature is in there yeah, befriend it ends up freeing the thing and now we have she's a delve what do you expect better <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to listen to the intrusive thoughts <laughs> but it becomes funny when we do <laughs> yeah but we could have gotten an xp for it at least can i get an xp for that creative use of ecstasy Can we get two xp no reason all of us just saying can i get four xp or just yeah four xp for every four xp just for samson i only need two yeah yeah well, I gave you two XP for completing the heist. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that was last time. <laughs> yeah, that was so long ago. At least two That was like ago. a year ago. So anyway, Magpie opens up the sarcophagus, lets out our new friend, fucking mm-hmm. Emotep slash Predator thing. Mm-hmm. Turns out this guy doesn't really want to be friends. He wants to kill. So Magpie uses the uh, ecstasy stone on it to buy some time for Magpie and Ferdinand to get out. They do. We did learn a fun fact, though. About the murder jizz? He not just loves murder. He horny for murder. Yeah. Murder horny. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, while this is happening, Esri is chilling outside the estate, sees Senator Fellows and a couple guards exit, and seem to be going to the dog show. So eventually, when Magpie and Ferdinand come out, they tell Esri what's up, and those three are going to the dog show. Meanwhile, Ilsen is at the dog show, petting dogs, who are not uh, the dogs that we're familiar with. They seem to be a... Uh, Dogs in this world seem to be a whole class of, like, pets, not necessarily uh, furry or quadrupeds. Some fly. So that's fun. I meant Stinky. Love Stinky. Uh, Yeah, and there also seems to be uh, something big going on this time around. There's some wristbands that I'm not quite sure what they're doing. Some higher-ups don't have wristbands, which is making me nervous, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. So yeah, Ilsen's having a good time. Meanwhile, Esri and Magpie get to the dog show. Esri finds her way in through the back entrance as a laborer worker, lifting heavy stuff, bringing it in. Meanwhile, Fernan and Magpie are going to play a little confidence game for us. And that's where we left last episode. Mm-hmm. God knows what the con is, because who knows? It's going to be amazing. Don't worry about it. Lord. Hey, we got Esri Stonebreaker here turning her in. Punch face. Great plan. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, I like this plan. Yeah. Just because it's simple doesn't mean that it's wrong. It's not this Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Now I'm picturing Esri as a... If the hair growth had also been for, like, all body hair, like, and then Esri is a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could do a Chewbacca right now. It would be perfect. <laughs> Ferdinand has just leaned over to you, Magpie, and said, I see three options. Direct with force, sneaky and stealthy, or... And he grins, a confidence game. Did really three options, or are we just doing one and saying we thought about the others? What do you think? Unfortunately, they know my face. <sighs> so if there has to be a talker this time, it's probably you. Mm, joyous. Okay. So what's the plan for this game? Do we want to pretend we're the official betting team, or make it much more interesting? Well, I like to sound more interesting. What did you have in mind? Well, originally I was thinking about selling fake tickets to the sex party I was invited to. But you can only invite so many people to an orgy before it just starts. <laughs> That's true, in my experience, yes. <laughs> you know, depends on who you invite. I mean, her security team might be viable options, although I would bet you a senator gets into one of those things free. Oh, Definitely. So we can have the side gig of selling tickets to the orgy, but I'm thinking we need to get a nice little bet going that will interest the senator. Or we could play a more dangerous game. Hunt people. <laughs> Wait, that is what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, she's looking for Esri, so drop some hints, get some money, strangle her along, and maybe kill her in the back alley. Not Esri, the senator. She can't go back to her house fascination of a senator is quite a leap. What we just went through was quite a leap, too. I suppose so, Magpie. Your lead. Oh, no. Perfect. Should we grab Esri or 
Should we go with the plan of pretending we're hunting her? Well, if you want to pretend to be a bounty hunter, I cannot because, as I said, they just left me tied up in the basement of their offices. So they know who I am. I'll have to stick stealthily behind as support in case things go wrong. Okay, go sell the orgy tickets, fine. How much money are we trying to make anyway? Uh, well, the the orgy tickets idea was yours, so I'm not sure what you're aiming for. 12,000 shins. Mm-hmm. 12,000 shins, and he wants that from the senator. You're not going to make 12,000 shins selling orgy tickets. No. <laughs> that would be a very large orgy. I'd be like, how much is an orgy ticket in universe? Yeah. How much is an orgy ticket, Daniel? Um, it depends on the event, the venue, and any providers that are employed and their rates. Post-dog show orgy. You don't know. The post-dog show orgy is definitely going to be like a not mega-rich, not senators, not oligarch, but it is going to be weird rich people shit. When did an orgy get tacked on to this? Just now? <laughs> no, when we are running away from the bunker. Also, Ilsen has her own orgy to go to. Oh, right. We have, like, two different orgies going on. Okay. Ilsen's not going to an orgy. It's a booty call. Thank you. Uh, it's a it's a throuple invitation, I think. Is it with the missus? Ilsen's just expecting one person. Oh, I thought the person we were talking to already had a significant other, and they were both going to show up. I thought it was just the one. I thought... I guess you just have to go and find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sate our curiosity. We'll see. We are living vicariously through our characters, living vicariously through your character. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I found this orgy while we were sheltering from the gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it officially, nobody said the word orgy, but... It was a party. Magpie is assuming it's an orgy at this point. What were you expecting? Oh my god, what if it's just like people playing bridge? It's like bridge. <laughs> <laughs> you show up all ready for an orgy, and it's just... Like, there's lemonade no. and people sitting in a circle, opening presents. <laughs> we have sent, like, 20 people there. And it ain't dicks in those boxes. So, Ferdinand links and says, So, are you a bounty hunter, or are you bringing them Esri, or are we doing something different? Bounty hunter's easier. Okay, you're going to go in there and say you're looking for Esri. Know that I have her in a secured location elsewhere. And if they want Esri, I get half up front. And we can establish if she has money on her. Because this whole long con is totally beyond stupid if she has no money. We'll just let her go back to her murder house. God, that guy was horny for murder. Esri, it's about this time that you see Ilsen wander by looking at dogs as people are starting to move to the audience area. Okay. But first I have to ask, did Ferdinand say that the senator was a leap or that the senator was elite? What he was saying is that assassinating a senator might be too far okay. Got in it. terms of the amount of heat to draw. Like, So Magpie, you would get this like from Ferdinand's point of view. He, he wants to do a proportional response, meaning he wants the money that you guys earned, maybe with some interest. It's not just annoying. For him, it's like professionalism. Mm-hmm. Well, Magpie's just like, hi. Ah. I guess we could just murder her instead, because she already fucked us over once. No, 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 no escalation. We can just get what's coming to us. If she decides to escalate and return, then then it's a different game. Relying on the kindness of strangers. But Ezra, yes, you did see Ilsen 
wandering around nearby. What expression is on Ilsen's face right now? Ilsen is having a pretty good day, despite the kind of questionable morning, not getting the money and then seeing the ghoul in the alleyway. But right now, she's in a good mood, so I won't, uh, she's not like grinning like an idiot, but she's got like a nice little smile, just kind of looking around, wondering when the event's going to start, trying to find a where a good place to like sit and watch the events is going to be. Mm-hmm. So she's smiling, just happy. Ezri will step into Ilsen's path. <laughs> Fucking over that day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ilsen's eyes kind of widen. And then, is there like a kind of semi-quiet corner that Ilsen can like course correct to and go there? Sure. Because Ezri's relying on makeup right now, right? Yeah. For her disguise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, Ilsen will kind of widen her eyes at uh, Ezri and then go out of the way spot where we can talk and not be observed. What are you doing here? So, bad news. Uh, the senator captured Ferdinand and, like, tortured him a little bit instead of paying him the money, so Magpie got Ferdinand out, and we're gonna rip off the senator while we're here to get our money back. Here? Yes. In public? It'll be quite a story. You know, you two are already, like, a little hot right now. Right? On the surface city? It means a lot that you said that with the hair and, and the other changes, so thank you. Wilson <laughs> just kind of gives us a, a dead eyed stare. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. You guys are a little too well known. Also, Senator Fellows, who wants your head? Yeah, the, yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, kind of really thinking about punching the senator in the face if I get the chance. I get the desire to do that, but doing that here at the dog show. What are the most well-known events in the city during the season? Like, Didn't Magpie make this up last week? <laughs> no. She made up the whole small dog thing. Dildos or whatever. This this is real. Oh. <laughs> that would be insane if Magpie made up the dog show and then this appeared. Like, I would be worried about, like, what she could do in-universe if that shit happened. If a- oh my god, if actual little dog owners show up being dildos, I will worry for this world. Because I have ruined it. <laughs> I thought we had a fetch quest to get the dogs. Because we needed dogs for the dog show. <laughs> no, that, that, I thought this was going to be a dog show without dogs. Because we didn't get the dogs. <laughs> this makes us so much better. This is very real. This is This is the one thing she wasn't bullshitting on. So okay, I assume Magpie is here. So what are what is the plan that you guys have? You guys have a plan, though, right? Not yet. We're uh, we're working on the plan part. Uh, I'm sort of waiting for Magpie to find me. <laughs> oh, there were some weird containers in the back or something too. By the way, I couldn't quite see what they were doing. That might be a story. Might be, but that also might be part of uh, whatever surprise they have for the dog show this year. This is a large event with a lot of DIPs, and there's going to be a surprise at the end. Or in the middle, I'm not sure. We're keeping everything under wraps. I'm going to go check out those containers again, actually. I want to see what the surprise is. Okay. All right. I will... I, I guess I'll just try to keep track of Senator Fellows. Maybe see if I can find Magpie before whatever she has as a plan happens. Okay, I'll find you when I'm done investigating. Yeah, I... Yep, all right. Good luck. And a little frazzled, Ilsen's going to go off and I guess try to find Senator Fellows first. Ooh. There is a Senate box 
Mm-hmm. And you can see her even just like looking across this event area where they've set up the course and whatnot. You can see her and her people settling in. Can Ilsen see if they have any wristbands? Not just Senator Fellows, but her guards as well. Uh, her guards do not have wristbands, no. Oh, does Senator Fellows have a wristband? No. Hmm. So there's sort of multiple Senate boxes. Not It's not like one box per senator or anything like that, but you can see in like one of the sort of neighboring boxes, they actually do adjoin. Sitting down in that next box, you see Tuttle Janik from the Fishing Guild. Mm-hmm. And he's a rather blot man with dark gray hair. And then Senator Abilene Stipp. And then in another box, just a little bit farther down, Borna Mallow. Okay. Bellows, Stip. Stip was the one we got the uh, ledger from, right? That we haven't... <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Forna Mallow, she's the head of the Consort Guild. Right. Mallow is the uh, unofficial senator, right? Correct. All right. First name, Marsh? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I'm updating the wiki. Let it be so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so not all the senators are here, but at least four of them are. No, I mean, unless they're planning on filing in later or anything like that, you don't see all the senators here. Because this is a, this is a venue that isn't just for the dog show. It's for other things like sports and things like that. Right, right. Okay. Is there like a event official or somebody that a sen can like ask a question about uh, stuff pertaining to the events? Well, you did talk to a judge already. Yeah, but I'm talking like... um, Like an organizer? Yeah, like, uh, I was also thinking like concierge, but like someone in that role who would like just have questions who would help people like find where they need to go if there's any like uh contestants or contenders who are like confused and wandering into like the wrong area yeah i mean they're uh, you see some of them they're they're sort of urging audience members like to their seats essentially it's definitely like times for visiting the animals and the competitors is kind of done Mm -hmm. so you do see somebody who's sort of like just politely ushering people out to the seats that sounds gonna go up to one of those people okay She's tall with shoulder-length red hair. She is not wearing a mask, but she does have a very cute painted sesky on her forehead uh-huh. as like a makeup slash decoration for the event. Hi, excuse me. Um, I was wondering, uh, how much longer until the event starts? Uh, we're trying to get everybody to their seats right now. We want to get the courses started in the next 10 minutes or so. There's a lot of contestants this year, so we want to make sure we don't drag out too long. All right, excellent, thank you. Uh, and by the way, uh, do you know what these uh, wristbands mean? I've noticed some people have uh, different colors and some people don't seem to need to be wearing them. Uh, it has something to do with the the changes they made at the end of the event. I don't really know. I'm just supposed to get people into position. You do notice that this person is not wearing a wristband. Mm. All right. Okay, well, thank you so much. My pleasure. <sighs> All right, and I guess Ilsen's going to spend uh, at least five minutes trying to see if Magpie has shown her face in any way mm-hmm. okay as you're coming around looking for magpie you do see her standing there talking to ferdinand and ferdinand uncharacteristically looks a little perplexed at whatever magpie is telling him. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we cut back to esri esri you are making your way into the back yes you saw all those people like unloading containers and then moving them to locked compartments on the walls Esri will grab a crate of them if that's still, if the loading's still going on, and walk up to the locked containers to unpack her box. Okay. Give me some sort of 
intellect roll because you're you're trying to pull off. Well, yeah, I mean, we we could talk about what it is, but ultimately you're trying to look like you belong, and that's what you're doing. So probably some natural charisma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trained in this, then. Okay. Because everything's kind of busy and they're trying to get things unloaded, you know, fairly quickly, I would say this is only a nine in your train, so it's a six. Right. Seven. Nice. Okay. You manage to blend in just well. There is like a brief moment where you try to grab the crate. You didn't spot like where the actual like handles mm-hmm. are for grabbing it. And so you started lifting it the wrong way. And for a moment, like it kind of teetered in your hand, but you recovered fast enough that nobody really noticed okay and you carry it over to one of the walls um now notably you do not have a key for one of these things that's okay she'll open the box like she knows what she's doing okay you open the box and you see a variety of melee weapons you see short swords clubs and of various types you see some maces some daggers as well as there's one, it's not together right now, but two pieces that are clearly like if you click them together, it's a halberd. Ezri is going to try to, oh, I don't know, act like she needs to tie her shoe and then walk away. And, <laughs> um, these appear to be like wall safes or? Yeah, they're like wall safes. You're not sure if that's the only place that they go or if they're like being locked. And as you get closer, you can hear. There's almost like a hum coming from the wall. So it could be that that's where they get stored. Maybe there's even some kind of field protecting them in there. Or maybe loading them in there just transports them somewhere else. Like it could also be machinery, like dumbwaiter type stuff. Ezri is going to go find Ilsen. Okay. So you're sneaking away. I think I'm going to need another six from you. Six. Here we go. Eleven. Okay. Yeah, you managed to slip away. Just as you're turning out of sight, you see somebody's like, Hey, guys, unload the crates. Don't just carry them over here. <laughs> Do your jobs. Can she see Ilsen? Well, you, while you're doing that, Ilsen, you have spotted Magpie. Mm-hmm. Are you approaching or are you just waiting stealthily in the shadows? No, she, I think, is going to keep walking. I think she doesn't want to get too close since... Uh... She, does, she really doesn't want to get wrapped up in whatever bullshit uh, Magpie is concocting. <laughs> Why? I would never. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah, I think she's just going to keep walking, probably heading towards the seating area, unless she can catch uh, Ezri looking for her. Because mm-hmm. I, I think at this point, it's probably time for Ilsen to sit down and let the event play out. Yeah, I mean, it really is. They're trying to usher people there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what color armbands you and Ferdinand got magpie or bracelets rather we never got armbands you never got bracelets Mm-mm. did you sneak in is that what it was I don't Maybe. think, I think they we might got have just it. glossed over the whole entry part I think yeah. so okay that's who we are then I'm gonna say you have yellow bracelets does Ezri spot Ilsen hold on hold no on. I want to know now <laughs> <laughs> magpie you and Ferdinand mm-hmm. have wrapped up the conversation well magpie are you going to go Talk to the senator first, or find Esri first? Let's talk to the senator, because Esri's not that hard to find. Because <laughs> she's so big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now Quite someone's so. bigger than her. Mind you Why do you have mm-hmm. to say it? Why? <laughs> Quite so. Well, I'll leave you to it then. And 
just like in John Wick 3, like, some people wander in between you and he's gone. Far enough. So, Esri, you see two things. You see Ilsen moving towards the seats, and you see Magpie standing, looking like she's going to head towards the boxes where the senators are. Esri probably thinks to herself, Ferdinand and Magpie have a plan. So... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go find Ilsen. So she goes for Ilsen. Okay. So Ilsen's not far away in a seat. Ilsen, you are currently getting chatted up by this old man who is very excited. This is the sixth dog show he's been to, but there's been a span of years in between. He actually comes to Lathe from one of the surrounding cities, mm-hmm. specifically just to see this when he can. He's also telling you about his various ailments and back pain. As you should. Oh, well, it's wonderful that you have uh, made it to this one. Yeah, yeah. Has anybody ever told you you talk funny? Damn. They can just say that. <laughs> Already did. Uh, you know, my uh, d- my father always said I had a strange tongue, you know. Um uh, 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 I, sorry, I need. I, have a, I see a friend over there, uh, and I leave this conversation. <laughs> He's just shocked and horrified. Uh, as we all are, as we all are. So yeah, uh, Ezra, as you're approaching, Ilson gets up and leaves a very alarmed old man. Yeah. <clears throat> Bad news, Ilson. Well, or good news. There is a story. However. Okay. They're loading a bunch of melee weapons into some sort of boxes in the back. There's like a weird energy field, so I don't know if it's teleporting or what, but I think there's going to be a fight here tonight. Oh my god, they're finally making it a blood sport. <laughs> finally. I was, would you have weapons, right? To make the people fight each other? Yeah, no, yeah, blood sport. Or a secret force in hiding, waiting to retrieve those weapons to kill everybody else? <sighs> I... I don't know why they would do that because the senators are here. So whatever is going to happen, the senators are not going to be in danger, I don't think. Well, the senators are up in the boxes. Are the boxes, like, very much separate from, like, the rest of the uh, venue? Or do they kind of feel like they're in the same space? They're kind of about midpoint. They kind of extend out. So there are other seats that are around the boxes, Mm -hmm. but the walls of the boxes extend out far enough that, like, somebody in the box doesn't have to see the crowd that's right next to them. Okay. And are they closed boxes or are they like open air? They're open air. Like they have a roof, Mm -hmm. but they don't have any like glass or anything in the openings that they look out from. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is very pleasant right now because even though things are warmer from the pulse that happened recently, uh, there is a very pleasant breeze blowing in off the ocean. Well, uh, did you see anything else? Are are they like color coded? Because I've been trying to figure out what these wristbands are for. Was there any color? You didn't see any color on the melee weapons. They looked like standard melee weapons. The only one that even looked in any way specialized was the halberd that could snap into place, which may have more to do just with the ability to ship it effectively, because they can fit it in the same size of boxes. They, they seemed like standard melee weapons, like good quality, but nothing special. Mm. There was a collapsible halberd. I thought that was pretty cool. All right. Um, I don't know what else to do. The event's about to start, so I guess... How about you take off your wristband? It's a good idea. Uh, and then Ilsen is going to very uh, stealthily try to take the wristband off. Starts tightening against your wrist. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a bad uh, sign, Ilsen. This is a very bad sign. Can you leave the building? 
without blowing up? <laughs> Who said that? Is that that old man again? Very <laughs> strange tongue. No, it's just Ilson's uh, intrusive thoughts. <laughs> I think we need to come up with an escape plan now. At that moment, you guys hear horns, and there is sudden movement at the most VIP of the VIP boxes. Hello? The Imperial Box. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Emperor in the house. Now, the Imperial Box does have glass. Mm-hmm. And it actually crackles and glows slightly with some sort of protective feel. But in it, you certainly see thin and bony, a face that looks like it's just been weared down by time, is Emperor Python Pet, first of his name. Uh, he's about 47, short dark hair with a very simple circlet on his head. Next to him, he is joined by Tristel, his concubine. She is uh, 29, so she's much younger than him, and long, light brown hair. Beautiful. And also sitting next to the Emperor, you see Sarna, the princess of the Empire. She's about 19 years old, long blonde hair, dark skin, and she is the heir to the throne, or at least the presumptive heir. He has three children. All right, I guess try to make an exit if you can. I'll see if I can. I don't I don't like my odds about getting out of here uh, through civilian means. I don't like your odds either, so I, I'm going to stay right here. Well, since you're right here, you're big and strong. Can you snap this? Ezri is good at breaking. <gasps> okay. So are you trying to like hit her wrist with your sledge or no, something breaking. like that? No, break it. Just break it. It's a non-combat skill. She's just going <laughs> to break it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ezri pulls out a, a rusty dagger. She's like, I got a solution <laughs> for this. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, are you actually trying to cut it, or are you tugging it? What are you trying to do? No, she's trying to break it, yeah. Okay, so you try to break it. As soon as you start producing the first part of the horse, it starts tightening. Like, Ilson, you can feel it, like, cutting off blood flow. Mm-hmm. And to actually break it will be a 15. Okay, I will spend, or train to breaking, so it makes it 12. Mm-hmm. I'll spend a level of my effort. An actual 12. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. So you tug on it, you tug on it. Ilson, it starts tightening in the other spots. Like, it actually starts digging into your skin and blood starts welling up around the edges. But then it finally snaps. Oh, okay. All right. When it lands on the ground, it begins wriggling around your guys' feet. Ezri smushes it like a bug. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to hit. Give me a six. Two. It wriggles out of the way of your foot and begins climbing up your leg. Uh, can Ilsen kind of take a knee and then try to, like, grab it, take it off her leg? You want to grab it? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. You grab it off her leg, and it immediately wraps around your palm and starts tightening. Okay, can I very quickly try to snap it off, like, kind of pull it off with a finger? Or try to get out of the way fast enough? Sure. Yeah, give me a speed roll of... Well, you could argue either one. I mean, it's kind of speedy, in my opinion, because you're trying to react fast enough, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's a 9, because Ezri did break it, so it's got to re-knit itself before it can really seal. Okay. It's like the worst snap bracelet ever. <laughs> or the best, because this one apparently doesn't break. Mm-hmm. Alright, this is probably fast moving, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, so you're hindered. Yeah, I am. That's great news. Uh, it's, all right, I'm going to put a level of effort into this to uh, negate my inability, so it's just a nine. Ezri will say, drop it fast, Nelson. Natural oh, 20. didn't need me. Nice. You're definitely going to slip your hand out of it or pull it off, whatever you want to do. What would you propose as a major effect? Can Elsen in that moment recall how the people at the gates were like holding these wristbands? Were they holding it like a in a special way so it didn't like snap onto them? At the time, it didn't stick out to you, but you did notice that they were holding it sort of gingerly by the side as they tied it around your wrist. And now that you realize it, you don't remember them ever like undoing an adhesive. They just brought them around and they attached to each other. What you did notice is that they were wearing powdered gloves, which you just assumed was like a sanitary thing. <sighs> but you can still build on that and turn it into a major effect. Ezra's got makeup. Yeah, but I don't know. If- that wouldn't be fast enough, yeah. Yeah. Can we say uh, major effect? Do we want to keep it? Do we want to learn the secret of undoing it? I guess Ezri can just break them, but... Yeah. Well, I was also thinking, like, no consequences. Ilsen's able to just kind of, like, grab it, then, like, toss it away to, like, a forgotten corner where it can wiggle around and die and not be a problem. Or you, like, catch it, bring it down on the railing. <laughs> ah, and just I like that. Take it out in one fluid movement. You don't have to do that. You could leave it alive in a corner that time. <laughs> where it won't be found. Oh, yeah. How about um, Elsen's able to just kind of, like, not, like, fully grab it, but, like, kind of like, pinch it so it doesn't, like, wrap on her hand, and then she's just, like, bullseye right into, like, a nearby trash can. Mm, okay. But you hear it wriggling in there very quietly, and then you hear a weird little moist poof. All right, this is seriously fucked. Did Magpie get the wristband? She came in the front, so I assume so. I snuck in the back, so I'm good. Should we find her? We probably need to stop her from whatever bullshit she's pulling. I saw her heading toward the senator's box. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? Nope. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either of us can really get close to the senator's box for very different reasons. She's discerning. Depends on how you ask. D- who said that? <laughs> All right, let's see if we can at least like intercept Magpie before she gets too close. Right. Or find Ferdinand and he could go find her. Also true. Probably not together, but can we find Magpie first? Or do we need to deal with the events uh, happening? So the event is starting. I would say there's still a chance to catch up to Magpie before she reaches the the Senate boxes. But it's very, it it would be tight. Like, you wouldn't have time to, like, it's not just sort of like a casual, like, oh, we're just going to intercept. You would have to hurry a bit. (laughs) Okay. Then, yeah, uh, Ilsen's going to try to see if she can get close to the interceptor before she enters into the view of the senator's. Alex is miming that, uh, no, because Magpie is power walking. Oh, God. <laughs> Ezri power walks faster. <laughs> Alex, roll me a d20. She's just casually walking with a six. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just okay. trying to sow chaos because yeah, so, I'm feeling frisky. So six is your target, guys. Ilsen at least is trying to do this semi-stealthily. So that's going to be more difficult because yeah. you're having to move quickly and stealthily. So you, it's fast movement mm-hmm. and stealth. So they cancel each other out. <sighs> I think because there are people that are trying to get everybody to their seats. So they're looking for like people that are straggling. So I think it's a 12. Try to do this. Okay. Let's be a speed roll or an intellect roll. Just because I threw stealth in there. You did stealth. I, I think it's speed. Okay. No, you could argue intellect, though, because you're, like, sort of performing. You're trying to... You're not trying to, like, stick to the shadows. You're just trying to be Mm -hmm. in the background. Lead of foot help me at all? No. No? All right. 
Well, Fleetfoot would help you that you could move faster and you would catch up to her, but you would still have to do the stealth check. Okay. All right. I'm just going to roll it straight just because I feel like I should be saving my points for whatever's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's five. Okay. Oh, no. So you are making good progress towards Magpie, and then one of the ushers stops you and like, um, man, you have to go to your seat, and they start ushering you the other way. Esri, please roll six as your target to catch up to Magpie. This is amazing. Esri's not trying to be sneaky. No, you don't have to be sneaky. Nine. So you're heading towards Magpie. One usher sees you, but then they sort of take like one look at you, like they kind of look up at you, and they just kind of let you pass by without a word. <laughs> Smart. But you gotta look like you're on a mission. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you catch up to Magpie. She's just about to turn the bend that kind of leads back to the doors for the various Senate boxes. Hey, hey you, Magpie. Magpie, it's me, Esri. Magpie, stop. You should not be here. Time out. So, you know this surprise, this surprise surprise that nobody's talking about? They're sneaking weapons in here, and I think it's going to be some sort of battle. Royale. They, like, make us fight each other. Or maybe they just have, like, soldiers who are gonna mow us down. I don't know. But it's... it's us. I can work with this new plan for kidnapping the senator using USB. It's a pretty good plan. How does that get us the money? (laughs) This long pause. (laughs) I'm assuming she'll have it on her or be able to tell us through various means where we ask her very politely with various methods. On where it is. If we don't get the money, Magpie, I can't go home. I know, that's why we're kidnapping the senator. We'll say she gets to live, but that's questionable. Can't you just rob the senator? Well, yeah, we're gonna do that in the alleyway. Question is if she's gonna walk away from it. Accidents happen. What if her money isn't on her? We can, uh, and I not stress this enough, go to her house. That is a no-fly zone right now. I'm just saying, what if you checked the box for money first? But we have to get her out of the box, don't we? I don't mind being bait. I'm just saying, gotta focus on the money and not on the kidnapping. We only kidnap if we must. We don't have the infrastructure for a kidnapping. We don't have a hideaway. Where are we gonna put her? Very true. The only place I can think of is a little bit dangerous, and it's very questionable if they get out. The old base. Oh, there is the old base. But then they would know where the old base is at. Yeah, but that's why it's the old base and it's currently occupied by very questionable people. You could make a very big problem for me go away. Yes. But money first. Money first. Yes. Money first if she survives later. We gotta be fast. What's my part of the plan? Um, I'm just about to Hunter who says I have you. But you're not. You don't actually. Correct. But we need half the money up front for me to hand over you, and when we hand over you is when we murder them. I'm not worth 12,000 chin. Is she? No. Don't look so disappointed, Stace. (laughs) We'll establish the amount of money she has when she has to pull out the deposit. Do you have anything I can cut off of you? Ferdinand likes this plan? Uh, he's selling orgy tickets. We're never going to make 12,000 shins on orgy tickets. I know, but dual income? Dual income? How much could an orgy ticket cost? Five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> it's our backup plan to inflate the amount we're going to get from the senator in case she runs short of funds and just never anticipated paying us in the first place. Because that's my assumption. What makes you think the senator will come personally to collect 
me and not just send guards. There's a limited amount of guards, and that's why you're not coming in there with me. The guards will either leave or she will leave with the guards. And if the guards leave, that's when certain people go in and get her. Split their forces. This is sounding less and less like a bad plan, and I'm starting to worry. You should. Elson's going to hate this. I know it's great. I bet she was having a perfect day before this. It's going to be great. Where are you going to try to get the senator to go? You said there's weapons in the alleyway. Right. In the back room, but they're putting them in boxes and teleporting them somewhere or something. I don't know. I assume. Not really into technology slash magic. They're using that alleyway weekend, too. It's now communal property. Yeah. And we can teleport the body away if there happen to be bodies. They weren't body-sized boxes. You can make them body-sized boxes or the body's box size. How about we get her to go outside? Yeah, okay. To that very good place for an ambush. So, do you want to ambush them outside in anticipation that you're going to take on guards? Or would you like to be face-to-face with the Sedner, assuming she stays in the box? I would like to be on a roof with my stars active and get the drop if it becomes necessary. You go wait at the alleyway, then Ferdinand can have fun with the senator while we're gone. I'm assuming that's what he wants. Okay, I'll fill Ilsen in. Why am I always the one who has to give the bad news? Getting so good at it. Where's Ferdinand? Around. We're going to lose. We're, we're going to get no money and we're going to die. I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming no money and murder. We can't assume it's, no money. I need the money. The money. What is the priority, Magpie? The money. Right, and we're going to try and get the money, but if she doesn't have the money, we will take our payment in pounds of flesh. I'm not sure how much you can sell her organs for. I'm assuming she's rather healthy as a senator. This is a bad plan, but I want to see where it goes, so... I know, isn't it? Just bring the senator, or the guards, or whatever, to the good ambush spot that we both know about. I'm assuming that Ezria's described the place, like the alleyway outside that we're going to meet in, because she went around the back, mm. so that we, we're just going to go to that alleyway. Okay. And Magpie's just kind of kind of signal in the air of, we're going forward with this. So you were heading towards Centerfell's box, mm-hmm. and Ezria is doing what? Going back to Ilsen. Okay. It takes you a little bit, but then you find a place where Ilsen, this person, has like very politely but very firmly seated you. Yeah, yeah. On the plus side, though, they're so harried, they don't notice that you're not wearing a bracelet. Right. And Esri, you come around and meet Ilsen. There is space next to Ilsen. You can also see down on the horse, you can see the first few dogs and their owners coming in to compete. So do you want to cover the dog show and eventual massacre, or do you want to come with me and do a really bad plan? Uh, very tempting. Um... Can you describe this bad plan? Ambush in the alley. Ambush in the alley. Okay. Do you do you want to come? I'm a I'm a little worried about you surviving the massacre. I, no, I've, I mean we don't we don't know if anything is going to happen yet. Is there a way I can like shift seats so that I'm closer to an exit? Yes. Yeah, I think so. All right. Then Elson's gonna do that. I I don't think you should. What whatever this plan is that Magpie has, I don't think you should participate in it. I, I don't think I have a choice. I don't think telling Magpie no was an option. No, you can say no. She's not going to listen. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to follow her into whatever bullshit she is pulling, okay? You don't have to fall on the sword for her. What has a better chance of getting me my money, this bad plan, or sitting here waiting for the massacre? Or we could, like, 
wait a moment and like go sneak into the fellows' estate. Like honestly, you guys should be at the estate now while she's gone. Oh, did I forget to tell you that Magpie let the creature out of the sarcophagus and it is rampaging through that <laughs> estate right now? Also, it's it's uh, apparently big and mean. It's been 10 minutes. Oh, that's a story. Write that down, Ilson. Oh, my God. I, no, I'm not going to write that down. How will I know about it? I'm not there. You have a source. The person who opened the sarcophagus? That's not a good source. No, I'm the source. I'm a concerned citizen. Uh, at this point, I would like to offer Esri an XP. Yeah. Yeah. Who will you give the other one to? Elson, for dealing with this. Yay. <laughs> so I want you guys to picture a split screen view. One on Ilson and Esri talking and one on Magpie as she approaches the entrance to the boxes. <laughs> you can see Magpie stepping forward. One of the guards is outside the box kind of looking at her expectantly and holding up a hand for her to stop, seeming ready to ask, who are you? <laughs> what are you trying to do? And then Esri looking out across the, the field and on the other side of the field, on that side of the audience seats, spotting, fiddling with a yellow bracelet on her wrist, Yasmin. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, you gotta be <gasps> fucking kidding me. Oh, oh man. Fuck. Oh, man. Little ma'am, get your ass home. <laughs> so, Stace, something about this episode. Ooh, I love it all. I love the bad plan. It's terrible. I know. I know. I love it. And I just love Ilson's like, dedication to her job. And her real frustration at being roped into this bullshit at her big old dog show. Mm -hmm. That's what I liked about this episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? So I would offer listeners an XP to check out a manga called Dan to Dan. This is a kind of sci-fi supernatural manga. It is going to get an anime eventually. I know the trailer for it is out, but I don't know what's going to air. And this is crazy. This is a crazy little manga that I think the best I can do to describe is just kind of describe the arc of the opening few chapters. So spoilers for chapters like one through five. It is about uh, two high schooler kids who kind of have a little cute meet. They kind of bump into each other. Or one of them saves the other from bullying. I don't fully remember. But they start talking, and one of them is like, oh, aliens definitely exist, but ghosts do not. And the other one's like, no, ghosts exist. Aliens don't exist. So they have a bet, and that night they go to like some, some location that has a reputation for the activity that their respective persons don't believe in. So our guy character goes to a haunted tunnel to encounter Turbo Granny, real term. And then the girl main character goes to a abandoned apartment building or something that supposedly has alien abductions happen. And lo and behold, both exist. And see, the girl character gets abducted by aliens, and they are going to take... <laughs> uh, this is all real words that this manga uses. They're going to take her banana organs so that they can have children. Meanwhile, the guy gets possessed by Turbo Granny, jumps through What's-Her-Face's cell phone, at some point loses his like testicles to something i don't remember <laughs> and while possessed by turbo granny is able to like super speed the aliens into the dust and save her and it's just very crazy and weird the aliens are like these k 
caricatures of humans that are just smiling all the time. Turbo Granny is fucking insane. And the kind of like cool transformation that uh, the guy goes into when he has Turbo Granny powers is very cool and very creepy. And that's just kind of this opening adventure where... I say, that's chapters one through five you just described. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, and then that ends with them like fighting on a subway or like on a train or something. It's crazy. And it's also beautifully like drawn too. So I imagine that the anime is going to look gorgeous as well. But yeah, this is a crazy anime that has both aliens and ghosts. And like in the world that it describes, it both makes sense, like why they exist. More characters come in. Another character gets like possessed by this other ghost that gives her like acrobatics and like crazy hair powers. There's another one that's like the evil eye. There's so many different cryptids. At one point, they have to deal with a Mongolian death worm underneath a, uh, what was it, like a bathhouse or something? But yeah. Mm, uh, yeah, been there. <laughs> but yeah, it's so funny. All the, uh, there's so many different uh, sight gags and like the plotting is also very good too. It's just a very good manga if you can find it. I think it's most current chapters are on uh, viz.com, but you can find it through uh, other means that I'm not necessarily <laughs> advocating for, but there are ways. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan to Dan, it's so much fun. It's so funny. A lot of good action. A lot of good uh, comedy. <laughs> and a lot. These characters are so lovable. They're so quirky and so goofy. I love them. Dan to Dan. It's it's just good manga. That's probably gonna be super popular when it becomes an anime. So check it out. Very cool. Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think of Don to Don or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? We have a website explorerswanted.fm. On there, you'll see all the socials that are currently being used by us. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice.Camp. On Blue Sky, we are at Explorers Wanted.fm. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. But like we have alluded to, come to our Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord is the best place to hang out with us and talk about anime and books and manga and uh, video games and what other else, what other, other stuff exists out in the world. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted is a great place to support us. And please use our Dice Philly code EXPLORERSWANTED with uh, Die Hard Dice. Explorers Wanted at checkout, get 10% off your order. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them what you like about the show, and why they should listen to it. The second best thing is to write us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It helps so much. And in fact, we have a new one of those. Stace, do you want to share that? I do. So it is titled Fantastic RP in a Fantastic System. Five stars by Twin Serpents from Canada, our neighbors to the south. (laughs) This is the only long-running actual play podcast set in Numenera and one of the few in the Cypher system I found that I enjoy. The RP is fantastic, except when they attempt to portray children and their parents and interaction that comes across Mm. as very stilted. Fair feedback. Mm. I don't know if Fair. I ever had a non-stilted <laughs> conversation with parents. So there you go. Mm. Yeah, anyway. that's fair. <clears throat> yeah, it's very fair. <laughs> the characters are compelling and the adventure and storyline are engrossing. Thank you, Explorers Wanted, for creating an awesome Numenera audio experience. As an aside, Stace Babcock's The Stars Are Fire 2-Shot is most excellent and revealed the breadth of the crew's abilities. Yes, the crew's <sighs> abilities drove me insane. No. Thank you very much, Twin Serpents. <laughs> this means so much. Reading reviews and, and realizing that people actually like us and uh, think what we're doing is cool. It's, mm. it's really amazing and very rewarding. So thank you for taking the time. Yes, thank you so much. And if you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, they say that the fish rots from the head and they're not wrong. Take you, for example. 
You know what I mean. Those thoughts, those dark thoughts that bubble up from the base of your brain, they come uninvited and leave stains across your mood and your mind. Did I say the right thing? Did my smile seem fake or unfriendly? Do they even like me? It is unpleasant, but be reassured that this is normal and it's out of your hands. These unwelcome intrusions are not your thoughts. Not really. You see, you're already dead, and something alien, dark, and new is about to be born. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Macedon as Daniel at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. I'm at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Macedon and slowly making my way over to Blue Sky at Slam Potato. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just thinking, I don't know why, but Daniel's outro just totally gave me the nostalgia for the song. Send in the clowns. Think about it. Anyway, I'm T with the Unicorn on Twitch, Instagram, and threads. Wow. Oh. Yes, Stace? Yeah, I derailed the outro. Um, but I was going to say, anytime is an appropriate time for Hotline Bling. ah good times all right that's it for us hope you enjoyed the show we'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future have a good night day weekend or whenever you're listening to this and bye bye